The people, they struggle a lot with this decision of taking one year apart. A lot for family and friends pressure. My parents still don't understand why I do volunteering. What I realized that I want to finish my whole life goals until I was 30. Volunteering literally changed my life, changed my path in life. Welcome to the Volunteer Support Podcast, brought to you by the European Union's co-funded project Promptus EDU a collaboration between associations, Audis Outmori and Building Bridges. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Gabriela and I'm excited to dive into this topic with you guys. And today our topic is stopping my life for one year. Is this productive? We will explore human emotions and raise philosophical questions as the person is planning to go abroad to volunteer. Is taking a break will be productive? Can this lead to deeper understanding of ourselves and the world around us? Let's embark into this journey together. And today we are recording with uh, me and Tadas. Yes, hello. We are from uh, Association Audis Autmore. And Luisa and Antonio. Hello. Hello. Um, yes, we are uh, the ESC coordinators of uh, Association Building Bridges based in Spain. Uh, so we are very happy to explore this topic with you. So time, time is the most precious currency in our lives. And often it's viewed as something to be spent wisely and productively. So why would the person, let's say, stop their life for one year to go abroad? What is your thoughts on that? Well, for me, I think that... Uh, The people, they struggle a lot with this decision of taking one year apart. Uh, a lot for for family and, and friends pressure, right? Because we are speaking about a program and normally volunteering is done by young people that in case of European Solidarity Corps is from 18 to 30 years old. And I think especially in this age, like the time feels like, you know, if I lose one year of my life, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to come back home and uh, nobody's going to stay the same and I'm going to miss out as, as we were saying before. Um, and also the, the, the family pressure, right? Like for, for some people, I guess it's uh, hard to explain to their parents, like um, I'm going to be one year abroad and I'm not going to be earning money. And I think for some families that's uh, difficult to understand. Uh, I could share my experience. So uh, I had a classmate that skipped one class to, to be able to start university one year before she had to, just to be able to be in some program. So it's like even like quicker living. And, and uh, so that pressure, like for some people, it's it's more, for some it's less. It's, it depends on the parents, on the environment. But uh, the structure that you have, like, okay, you are going to the kindergarten, then to the school, then it should be some university and so on. So, and then this, this is not in the structure. Like, it was not like uh, 30, 50 no, years no. ago. It was not. Like, the, the volunteering experience is quite new. Uh, in some countries, we have, like, volunteering experience that uh, was mandatory. So that's, like, not uh, <laughs> volunteering uh, uh that that we know um that that should be volunteering so 
and uh, people just probably uh, don't uh, know what they will learn during that year, if it will be useful for their lives. And usually we don't know what will be happening in our lives, what experience will be val valuable, what experience will not be valuable. And later on in the life, then we can have that puzzle and understand, okay, this, this part of my life was useful for this and, and this for that. So, I think that maybe it would be important to understand what does it mean volunteering or what does it really mean going abroad for one year and change a little bit the idea of production we sometimes have in mind and maybe change the point of view and understand that there are a lot of things that can be productive, that can give us experience, that can make us able to grow as person and maybe changing this point of view and seeing a volunteering project um, as something bigger that it looks like sometimes, it can be a great uh, point of start to understand that this can be a really productive activity because it can make us able to see the world with different eyes, learning a lot of things and and also make us able to come back home with a luggage full of experiences. And this is really product productive. So I don't know, maybe sometimes people just have to change a little bit their point of view and don't see everything like a waste of time when we are not talking about um, a work, like a job. Like there are lots of things that can make us uh, growing up, that have their values. And volunteering is one of these. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with the point of view that um, volunteering is not very well understood. And at least in my country, I live in Lithuania, uh, my parents still don't understand why I do volunteering. I'm volunteering for now it's four years that I'm volunteering. I'm spending time. And my grandmother still, but you are not getting paid. Why are you going there? <laughs> it's still a very foreign concept. And it, the, the pressure is real to like assure them that uh, you're really learning something or, or so on. So, so it could be related to that. But to the question, uh, let's see, it stopped my life for one year. I don't think it's stopping your life. Uh, when you go abroad, you learn new things. It's like the opposite. You usually feel more alive when, as you're learning things. Um, but I do realize how it could be feeling that you are stopping your life. Uh, for example, if everyone around you is um, following the pattern that they are going to school, the university, then they are going uh, to find a job and the career, and uh, after that, they are creating family and the kids. So it's like a pattern. And so in a sense, when you are choosing to uh, look around, uh, to take time to explore other opportunities than this pattern, yeah, it might feel like you are stopping your life. You are not following your path or something. But I think it could be a great opportunity to, to look around and uh, not to put yourself in this small box, one pattern, one way of living. Mm -hmm. And to be sharing my experience with the rushing, uh, for me, it's very real. I'm, I really want to uh, uh, establish my goals and so on. And I felt this uh, rushing 
um, in my my friends are like uh, they are going to school, then, then they are going to bachelor's, then master's, then PhD, and this pattern seems uh, very clear and uh, kind of safe because everyone doing it. So I think it's the correct way of living, <laughs> and it also like doing master, doing PhD. It sounds cool. I want to be cool, no? <laughs> so and it's uh, so I kind of understand. It's, it seems safe. It seems like known path. It's achievable and so on. Uh, but what I realized that I want to finish my whole life goals until I was thirty. Until I thirty, I I, I have bachelor's. I'm, I I uh, I want to achieve masters. I want to achieve PhD. I want to have family and so on. But what's after that? So what's after thirties? And uh, usually in this society we hear, oh, what do you want to do until your thirties? But the life is longer than that. We don't have to mm -hmm. put that much pressure. And when you step back and think, okay, during my lifetime, like lifetime. I don't know how much time we have, no? Uh, maybe 80 mm -hmm. years, maybe 100 years. During my life, would I want to go one year abroad to explore and learn and create these new connections, uh, have this experience? I think it, for me, it would be a yes. And when if you think, yeah. okay, what would be the best time to do that? Is it now? Maybe you don't feel like, okay, now. But is would would it be better than you are in the relationship? Would it be better than you having a family? Probably not so much when you're doing your PhD. Or probably not. So maybe now it is a good time. You can consider it. <laughs> no pressure. Mm -hmm. But it's good to, to have these thoughts in your head. Yeah, I agree. The perspective yes. that you you showed with 80 years old or 100, what it means like the one year just a small part of that and it can have like quite strong impact on how you feel about the life uh, what you will understand maybe you will change your path of life and, and uh, yeah mm. yeah exactly like um um this uh one you think and it's not also for the time is because as, as gabriel said like we have this path that are like fixed and I think uh, what um, what influenced a lot of people is like the the fear of of uh, breaking that that pattern. In my case, I I went to volunteering after my university, but it's true that I did all the previous steps before, and then just after university, I was in a moment of okay, now what? And then it's when the volunteering opportunity came up, and and I decided to go for it. And uh, and Ian, as as we said before, like uh, it's uh, also mm, the things that volunteering uh, gives to you. They are like not um, they are not always like uh, uh, monetary. They're not like, not economic, uh, but sometimes they are too. Like sometimes when you are volunteering, you are also developing a lot of skills and a lot of knowledge uh, that they will be definitely useful for your future. So, for example, I was volunteering uh, teaching English and teaching Spanish to little kids in the Czech Republic. And of course, now I'm not I'm not a teacher, but sometimes I, I give trainings. So uh, I gain all these skills of uh, talking in front of people, of, uh, you know, uh, managing certain situations, uh, conflict resolution. So 
there's a lot of things that uh, volunteering uh, provides to the person that needs volunteering. So uh, in that sense, of course, it's not, um, it's not uh, stopping your life for one year. I think it's more like the fear that, uh, that some people may have of, uh, of breaking these patterns, right? Of uh, school, uh, more school, and then working, and, and that's it. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that also sometimes one year seems a big amount of time, like, wow, one year. And overall, when we are young and we, we want to do a lot of things and we are inside this fixed pattern, we have to follow among all those steps you were mentioned before. And suddenly you see one year of volunteering, blah, 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 and this sounds like, what, one year? It's a lot of times. And after... You go abroad for one year, you came back, and maybe you don't want to come back, or you are talking, uh, thinking about, oh, it went so fast. Oh, my God, it's already ending. I don't want to end this now because I feel like I'm already starting to learn. I'm already starting to enjoy the experience. And I had this um, kind of feeling like before time uh, was to me like bigger. Like, oh, it's a lot of time. And after I started seeing time running away and sometimes we we had these um, opinions too from some of our uh, volunteers that are approached and they tell us that it went so fast that they didn't thought they was going to finish so so quickly uh, some friends of mine too that before leaving were oh Luisa I'm going for six months abroad I'm afraid that I'm losing my time I'm afraid I would be too long uh, without seeing my family and after I was talking with them and they were saying that oh no it went so fast I didn't lose anything I was learning I'm a new person or maybe you just are an enriched person and time just flew away but I don't know sometimes when we are young one year seems like an eternity but as Gabriel was saying before life is much longer we can have the whole time of the world to think about how to rethink our lives and how to rethink our experiences and maybe sometimes changing our path. It doesn't mean to stop, but just a change. A changes can bring a lot of things that can be very positive and productive. Yeah, I would like to, to, to bring up one, one little anecdote of how volunteering really changes life, uh, lives uh, about our colleague Juan. Hope she, he's, he's listening to us right now. Um, our colleague Juan uh, was an engineer. Uh, he was uh, working in Madrid. He was designing airplanes, right? He was in a, in a very good company, um, his engineer job and everything. Uh, but he was about to turn uh, 30 years old. So uh, then uh, he, he knew about the European Solidarity Corps. And he saw that the, the age limit was 30 years old. So he said, you know, I want to take this opportunity after this year, I will not be able to do it. So he went to Croatia. He was like in a, in a little island doing some ecological project. And after this experience, he decided that that was this uh, non-formal learning, uh, working with volunteers, things was what he wanted to do. And now he's working with us. Uh, uh, he left all his engineer job. He was, you know, having like a more normal life. Like I'm quoting with my fingers. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, you know, the, just this experience really changed his view of what, what he wanted to do. So 
in his case, it's not just that he lost one year of his life, it's that he found something that he really wanted to do for his life. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing that we are redefining what is productive, what is not productive, <laughs> and so on. <laughs> so, uh, what, and uh, that it's broadened our view, uh, what could be done, and so on. So uh, when I'm thinking about, uh, is this productive, is this a waste of time, for me, it kind of gets in my head. It's all depends on your values and goals, and if this is in line with your goals or not. Uh, it could be hundreds of ways I can tell you why is it productive, uh, or or why it's beneficial for you. Let's say, yeah, you get to know new culture, you get intercultural experience that will be good for your job. It's a good uh, working experience for your career and. Uh, it's it's good opportunity to develop uh, English skills or build new connections and just super fun. But uh, if that's it's not in line with your goals, with your what you want to achieve during your lifetime, this all could be a waste of time for you. <laughs> if you <laughs> are not doing what you want to do, even though it's good, it can be a waste of time. So you have to ask this question, is this aligned with my future? Is this aligned with my goals? And yeah, I think it's really important to ask this question. It's better to do it now to ask these questions than when are you in uh, sunny Spain or when you are in the green, green Lithuania already abroad. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Um, And I remembered... um, a talk with one participant uh, from a uh, youth exchange that we organized uh, without this out Mori. So uh, what happened, uh, like, it really depends. Like, these youth exchanges and uh, the volunteering experience can be very helpful. But that particular um, participant uh, was open uh, enough to, to share that she understands that she is running away uh, with these projects because she, I don't remember the exact number, but it was like around 50. Um, I think it's even more. Um, even more than 50 youth exchange, uh, some volunteering experience. Some trauma uh, trauma uh, happened in her life. I don't remember exactly. Maybe there she didn't car, share. Ac- car accident, but we don't have to share yeah, that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But like with this kind of situation, maybe you don't, know how to return to your normal life and you don't want the normal life and then you are running away so um, this is the counter argument uh, to just go to volunteering maybe you should check on yourself what is the best for you maybe you need to go to psychologist psychotherapist to to solve some problems to just not run away whole life with some activities like because when you're going with volunteering, the environment is different, the people is different, and you have different life. But then still you have to come come back to, to bring something to your life. It's a very important topic. I feel like it's a lot of things to talk about. And I know that it is planned in our postcat series uh, with the name that uh, is this, are you going abroad or are you running away from your life? Oh. So we can discuss it uh, more. But uh, I completely agree that... You should question your decisions. <laughs> you should question that, for for sure. Yes. Um. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's very interesting that that this uh, came up because because of course we, we were uh, 
speaking about the subject as yeah as uh, everyone should do it and yeah probably not I, i have a friend that doesn't like to travel he lives in one city and in summer he goes to one little one little town in the in the shore and that's what what he wants to do and i say hey let's go to this place no no i live in this city and i do my holidays in that city that's what i do and he's perfectly happy so so yeah of course um maybe volunteering is not for everyone but i i would invite everyone to to do this reflection right and to see what what's what's there for them and if and if uh, that's the case of course uh, we are here to uh, you know to uh, accompany to go with them in this journey i would recommend to try at least once or twice like the 50 and like that huge number is just crazy but like just try one or twice and then you will see if you like it because if you are just living in one small city and the the other city is for your holiday then you can't imagine if this volunteering experience is useful for you or not you don't have the context because other people's stories is not uh, that uh, strong experience for you like you have to feel yourself how you feel in, in this mm. yes I think that it would be important to consider it without prejudice. Because it is true that maybe it's not for everybody. Then maybe some people can say, no, I don't think that I need this. But I would love to encourage people who are thinking about doing this to rethink about volunteering without this kind of prejudice we were talking before about wasting the time or stopping the life. So maybe this can give them like um, a different point of view and make them able to make them choice without all this pressure and being able to understand if there is something that they are willing to do or maybe not, there is not a, a good or bad answer. It's about choices, it's about ourselves it's about what i want to do in my life but i really i would really love to encourage people to think about this without this prejudice to feeling free to say i want to do this and it's not a waste of time because i'm doing it for it and this came also for the other side thinking about it's okay if i don't want to do this because i reflected about this and i just have other plans So each life is different. Each, each person has different backgrounds and different desires. And it's okay to choose the one that fits our needs. So I don't know. I was just thinking about how to see things to make uh, genuine choices without being <clears throat> so... Um, influenced by other people's thoughts or maybe prejudice or society pressure. So mm -hmm. just this. I completely agree. And I have a question for us. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what do you think? Can volunteering or going abroad uh, deepen our understanding of ourselves and about the world around us? Of course, yes, it can, but it sometimes it may not, I believe, because it really depends uh, during that experience what you are doing. If your volunteering is in the same place that you are living, the environment doesn't change and so on. So it can be like not that much of the deepening. 
but if it is in some different environment with different people and you will be open uh, to, to explore, then for sure it should deepen. Um, the question is how deep, but that's not the question that you asked. So mm-hmm. yeah, but definitely. Uh, I mean, how can you do it? It does it like in a very diff- in a lot of different ways. Um, first of all, like just just getting to know the the society. Uh, if of course, if you're volunteering in in another place, just getting to know the the society. Because like we work with with um, with uh, European mobility programs, right? And I think volunteering is like the best way because uh, with when you're volunteering, you are working with people from the place. Uh, your uh, colleagues are going to be people from the place. Uh, you're going to be living in the in the city. So, you know, in another mobility programs, maybe you are uh, as a student, you are just uh, hanging out with another students. But when you're volunteering, you're seeing the society and you're seeing some of the real problems of the society. And uh, and of course, and with their good things and bad things, uh, there are some things that uh, they may that you may like and you may take home with you. You know, some uh, ways of uh, doing uh, things or um, or thinking, and some things that you just don't like or you just don't agree. And that's also part of the of the experience, right? The the seeing uh, different things that we may not like. But having our own uh, our own um, uh, criticism and uh, and seeing what what's good for us and what not. Yes, and um, I uh, I agree with you. I see the point uh, that Tadas is making. That uh, yeah, there is possibility that you will not if if you are very close and you do not reflect and you put yourself in front of four, four walls, do what you already know how to do. You, you maybe you will not learn or uh, nothing about yourself or the world around. Um, but um, I think whether you are experiencing the best time of your life as you are volunteering and you are learning new skills and realize your potential, or you maybe you will find your weak points that maybe you are lacking some skills. Uh, maybe the skills to deal with people, maybe the skills to deal with your tough emotions, uh, or you struggle to blend in. So, But either way, you get this information for you. You have this information, uh, and you can do whatever you want. You can judge society for that, that they are not accepting you the way you are, the perfect the way you are. <laughs> or maybe you can uh, take it out. Okay, I know this about myself that it's uh, for me, it's hard to make new friends or or maybe I don't know how to uh, build a proper build a proper proposition or do a presentation or anything else that you are volunteering about. So I think it is a great opportunity to to learn something about yourself yeah and that's what you talked it's about probably going out of your comfort zone and in that place you can learn uh, in that place you can explore what what new you can learn and and improve mm-hmm. yeah. so i think we talked a lot um, but we are not the volunteers so I think now it would be a great chance to listen to some of the volunteers uh, the first one is Anna um, 
maybe Luisa can uh, say something about Anna because she knows her better. <laughs> yes, of course. Anna is, um, she just came back from her volunteering project in Italy. So she decided to share her opinion with us because she was a volunteer and she really enjoyed her experience. Okay, let's listen. I think that some people think that volunteer means stopping your life because they don't have the conscious about how productive could be for your future. The first thing, because you're going to improve your English and it's really useful for your work, for your job normally. Also, you have the opportunity to learn another language, so this is also amazing. And I think it's because we have this social pressure that you need to work uh, to like you need to work for money to live and we don't have the the conscious about how important it is to to discover new ways of job for example like to to work in another places or to help another community i think yeah it's mostly because of this because we have this pressure of other generations also that we need to work constantly and we can only travel in the holidays. So what I heard was a very valid point uh, that uh, you just, why would it be feel like uh, it's a waste of time? Because you just don't know what is waiting for you. They just, just don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I heard that uh, the, there was some very similar things or even the same things that we were talking before, uh, what Anna said. Um. Yeah, the the pressure right from the from the society that we feel like that if we are not either earning money or starting to earn money in the future, we feel like that we are losing our time. And yeah, of course, I, I think that's that's one of the main struggles for the for the people to to decide to take the jump and start with uh, with a volunteering project. So yeah, I think it's it's fair enough, and um, and let's see, let's hope that with this podcast we can encourage people to to break that that fear. Yes, of course. Also because uh, Anna was talking about a kind of learning process that you embrace when you are volunteering abroad, and the learning process is always going on; it's never stopping. Because in the moment, you, well, I think that we are always in a learning process and that we are always learning from everything that is surrounding us. But I think it got like amplified when we live an experience like a volunteering approach because we are also um, going to learn faster because as you were saying before, you are in another environment, new colleagues in another country. So you are also uh, testing yourself and learning and learning if it is English, as Anna was saying, or it is the job, the volunteering job you are doing, Prod, or this is just how to how to have a SIM card in a foreign <laughs> country. This is learning process too. The first time I went abroad, sometimes I was struggling for easy things. There's sometimes, and now if I think about this, I think, wow. You were seriously like struggling for a new phone number because it's true. The first time you cooperate, you just learn a lot from these little things that at the beginning, they sounds like the 
the biggest mountain you have to climb. <laughs> so how do I call? Oh, I should use the prefix. Okay, so so there's the learning process. It's always going on, but it's bigger when you're embracing some experiences like those. Yeah, and those simple experiences, uh, I believe, is even uh, you can better notice it when you are leaving your parents' home and the first time you you are living on your own in different country. Then like those uh, simple things like uh, like cleaning dishes at the flat and so on. It's like uh, you can okay understand that <laughs> it's it's not clean by itself and and some some simple things like <laughs> making food and so on. Really? Yeah. You go abroad, sure. you meet new people, and you realize how weird your country is, <laughs> some of the traditions. <laughs> yeah, if, then you, you get the context uh, in which you are living. And uh, we also asked the second question of Anna. So, Luisa? Yes, we asked in which way do you think that this sort of a volunteering project could be productive or either unproductive? So we are coming back to the production topic we were talking about before. Okay, let's hear it. And I think it could be really productive if you if you think you need to go out from your comfort zone, because at the end, this is experience that could help you to discover new friends and yeah, discover another ways of living. And I think this is amazing, like it's really productive. I don't know, like in my opinion, volunteering literally changed my life changed my path in life and could be unproductive if you don't have this vision about what is your focus like if you go there because you are trying to escape from your country of course i think it's unproductive but if you go there with a focus like i want to learn a language or i want to create new connections or i want to i don't know like learn another language or change my job or something like this i think it's really productive to to volunteer to to learn new things so uh i heard what i have said before uh, it was very similar uh so i agree that if you have a mission if it, it uh it follows your values and your plan, so the volunteering experience is very useful. But if you're running away, as uh, Anna said, it's, it could be not useful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's something that we also say to our volunteers uh, when, uh, when they are starting in this process, right? When, when they're about to, to get selected, when they're applying. Um, to have that, the, uh, you know, at least not some uh, not some uh, motivations that they are they they are not correct so for example that thing uh, like if you have a problem and you want to run away from it the problem is not going to disappear the problem is going to still be there and you're going to be in another place and you will not be able to enjoy the experience also of course another uh, things that are not the proper motivation is you know if you only the only thing you want to do is to learn a language, for example, maybe you want to learn a language, but there should be something more to it, right? Yeah, completely agree. Even because it is always much more. And I, we always say this, you are going to expect something, you are going to, to find out 10 more. So you are thinking about, I'm going to do something and after you discover a new, new world, and maybe you were not expecting to have new friends, and you will be and you best friend 
we'd be living in another country mm. or on the other side of the world than you. And maybe before you were never imagining something like this, but it can happen. And, and you learn a lot also by saying goodbye. And it's hard, this too. It can be hard to say goodbye to your family when you are going abroad. And maybe it can be hard to say goodbye when you're coming back. So it is important to understand what it can mean to you and be ready to embrace these experiences. Also knowing that sometimes you are going to, to meet some parts of other lives. Uh, the first time I went abroad, I was thinking about, I'm going to be away from my mother. And it's true. And now that I'm living abroad, every time I see my mother, I see her like growing up and it's strange. that This is part of the game sometimes. And I don't know, it's something difficult and you have to be ready to embrace a journey like this. Because as Antonio was saying before, You can't run away from things because these things were chasing you even if you are going to volunteering in, I don't know, in, in Norway from mm. Madrid. <laughs> It can be very this, be very big distance, but sometimes fears can chase you even if you are away. So mm -hmm. it is important to make a good choice and be ready to embrace the change. And speaking about uh, the applying process and everything, I think we have another another recording from a person that is applying. Yes, a very enthusiastic person. Person, uh, she's called Eva, and we asked her two questions, and we asked her what what does she thinks uh, about people thinking about the volunteering means stopping life for a year. And we also think how applying and participating in a volunteering project can be productive or either unproductive. And this would be... So basically the, the, for the, the same questions as before, right? <laughs> yes, but it would be a different point of view. Okay. Because okay, before okay. we were listening to the experience of a person who already embraced the, mm -hmm. the journey. But and now we are talking with an enthusiastic person who is applying to the volunteering. So she's willing to go and she's deciding to starting this experience. So let's hear what she was telling us. Okay. Yes, let's hear Eva. Perhaps many people think that it's stopping life because since we were children, we have been educated to follow a rhythm of life in which we have to study and work, which is why they see volunteering as something that goes beyond the established lifestyle. However, uh, from my point of view, volunteering gives you life experience and helps you to develop new skills such as communication, listening and uh, problem-solving skills. On the other hand, it helps you to get out of your comfort zone and gives you new learnings. From my personal opinion, it could be unproductive if you do volunteer work where you are not comfortable with the team or maybe with the activities you must do. However, I see volunteering as something productive in many ways because you are providing help and receiving learning experiences and a skill that can be useful in your daily life. Also, it's a way to see different realities, help those who need it, 
answer what you have. I think that all of this makes you grow up as a person and be able to have an open mind. On the other hand, if you do a international volunteering, it also gives you the opportunity to learn about new cultures and different points of view. Uh, so what I thought interesting about this, uh, about the first recording of Eva, uh, it's uh, about how uh, even maybe without knowing it, because she's in the process that she's still applying and didn't do the, her project yet, um, she's talking about, about how the, the volunteering develops all this uh, soft skills. I think uh, she was talking about the problem solving um, and another two few, but like definitely they are the, the soft skills that also uh, within the European Solidarity Corps, they are, um, they are um, saved in the, in the youth pass, in this certified, in this document that we will talk about in another podcast, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, about how this, uh, about how the soft skills that the, the volunteering uh, develops in people, um, and also I would like to 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 add that uh, that just not only the soft skills what what the volunteering uh, develops, also uh, hard skills like what when the volunteers are applying through through us uh, for projects, we always encourage them to to pick projects that they are related with the things that they want to do in the future. So, you know, if you have studied education, for example, and you want to work with kids, so probably you should pick a volunteering that is about working with kids. If you are, want to do something with sports, something with sports, because then, of course, the, the soft skills base, you will have it always there. Uh, but if, you know, it, that experience will add a lot more if, if it's something that you really, you really care about. Of course, because it's important to choose activities that you really love. Mm -hmm. I always say this when I'm talking to future volunteers applying, like, question like, do you really like this? Is this um, related to your interest? Is this something you would like to deeper to learn? Because you are doing to do this five days per week for a year. And we were talking about times and times can fly away, but times can go very slow when we don't like what we are doing. <laughs> so what we really um, say to people who, is going to, who are going to apply for volunteering project is to be ready to embrace the experience, but choose the one who really fits they not only needs because it can be a need to have an experience in the field you will love to apply in your future job but i think that the most important thing is to choose something that you really enjoy because there is not there is nothing that is more amazing than enjoying what we are doing every day and saying okay i'm doing this i like this i'm learning new things I'm going to use this in my future, maybe not, but it's going to give me something. So I'm really enjoying this because one year can go really slow if we don't pick the right projects. This can be true. So it's important to understand that listening to our heart, it's important. Listening to our feeling and also the instinct and say, oh, I think this can be the right place for me because I think that I fit in this volunteering, this is a good point to start when we are going to choose our new adventure, if we can call it like this. 
I agree with you, Luisa, and I remembered uh, some uh, people that uh, I, I have talked with uh, that had uh, this uh, uh, love or excitement for some activities, but then there were some people that didn't have, like, what they wanted to do just to be on the phone, on computer, like nothing uh, exciting. And uh, what I was thinking to also say uh, for the listeners that if you don't feel that you want something, so don't uh, go for one year for volunteering, but just try something new, let's say for part of the day and, and so on. So for a week or like step by step, and then you can just explore. Because if you will not, sometimes for you to understand what you love to do, you really need to do something to, to feel it. I completely agree with all of you. I think we have so many ideas and so many thoughts uh, about this short question. <laughs> Is it productive? <laughs> Is it worth to stop? <laughs> We're speaking for quite some time. So maybe we can say our final thoughts as we discussed more about this. Um, yes, I have one, one final thought. Um, during this this episode, uh, two, two things came up. One is the the fear of of uh, taking this step, you know, of of, um, of having embarking in this adventure. And other thing was that that is true that uh, one oneself has to do something to to take advantage of of, of of all the opportunities that the volunteering has. You know what we said about if you know if uh, you're not focused or you're mm, you um you may not uh, you know take advantage of everything, uh, and for this you know for anyone um, here listening to us now, uh, they should know that during the volunteering uh, we have uh, what we call the support systems, um, in which you know all the volunteers they have a tutor they have a mentor, uh, that is a, a key figure uh, in in all this volunteering process that will be there for them. Um, and uh, well, of course, it's it's basically our job. So um, I can't uh, I can't um, keep from uh, saying how you know how we are part of of this volunteering process, right? We are here to to counsel people to uh, you know uh, we are not always here to say that they're right, you know, but we are going to listen to them and you know we are trying to help them to to make the most of their of their experience. And most importantly, so you wouldn't feel alone there. You're not your mm -hmm. your own to survive there in the foreign mm -hmm. environment. There is a support system for you. That's very nice. I think this is a really good point that came out. Thank you, Antonio, because I think that it's important to understand that you're not going to be alone, that you are supported. And I think this is important because this can encourage even more people who are maybe... Um, shy or less confident and maybe a little bit balancing am i ready to do this but i really want to do this and maybe saying that don't worry you can do this it's okay if you want to do this you would be supported you will be supported before during after you have something you can count on so don't be afraid on making the step because this step can be one of the most important or we hope <laughs> because it can give you a lot. So don't be stopped because you're not feeling supported because there is the support 
and this here for you. So I think this is really important to to point. Uh, when you, Gabriela, you asked the question, uh, like to, to make the conclusion, uh, I thought about zooming out and, and what we talked in the podcast. And I really like uh, the uh, to have the big view bi uh, view from the top from the top. Uh, and uh, so what I thought uh, that I would recommend for the listeners is uh, to do an exercise. It's not for everyone maybe, but uh, for a lot of people it works to have more visually uh, presented how your life goes. So, so just write uh, in the text, you can draw how your life looks like now looks like now and how your life you want to have your life in one year in five years and then think what kind of experiences do you want in your life and then think in this about this volunteering experience how it can it help maybe it's for you maybe it's not but just actively think about that mm -hmm. so that's my conclusion mm -hmm. so what we talked uh, is also that uh, there is a lot of society pressure, uh, and because of that, we might uh, think that uh, maybe we are stopping our lives, but uh, it not necessarily can be so. And to we reevaluate what is productive, what is not productive. So I would uh, invite you to question some of the ideas that you have in your head. Uh, what is productive for you? Uh, what does productivity means such a thing for you? Is, would it be a stop in your life? And if not, think about these opportunities. I would really like uh, our future sessions to share more about these opportunities and so on. Um, I really hope that by uh, reflecting and uh, questioning that uh, while embracing your full uh, human emotions, embrace, uh, question it with the fears, be with your fear and go abroad with your fear. Uh, get it to hand in hand and <laughs> you can go together. You are not alone. <laughs> Maybe you are going with your fear. But, uh, and you will learn to deal with the emotions, any kind of emotions. So I'm hoping by doing that you will find your answers. And uh, for me, it was uh, a very good experience to think about these uh, questions. Uh, and I invite you to. Okay, so goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.